up everyone welcome back to another edition of the main event heat podcast i am your host rob weathers i just got home from the holidays got a little bit of a thanksgiving hangover going on i was in louisiana visiting family and friends for a week it's a little bit of a drive from from georgia to louisiana it's about you know between seven and eight hours depending on how fast i'm able to go and i i love traveling so like the the time and the distance doesn't really bother me but there are things that I fucking hate about traveling and since I didn't get a chance to watch very much wrestling this last week I'm gonna vent about some of those fucking things I hate about traveling like I said I've got no problem you know driving eight hours it's, it's about 550 miles between my house and my parents house I've got no problem with the distance what I have a problem with is most of that is two-lane highway from from here to there for whatever reason every time i find myself on a two-lane highway there's always this same scenario so i want you guys listen i want you to tell me how many times you've had to deal with this bullshit not even in your life but just in the past like a week it's always the same scenario there's an 18 wheeler in the right lane and he's going like 60 miles an hour but there's an 18 wheeler coming up behind him that's going like 61 miles an hour right and he wants to get past the guy in front of him since he's going one mile an hour faster. So he gets over into the left lane, but never actually speeds up. He just maintains 61 miles an hour. So now this asshole is backing up everybody in the left lane that's either going A, the speed limit, or B, what you should be doing if you're in the left lane faster than the speed limit. And now you've got a whole fucking line of traffic backed up while it takes this dickhead five minutes to get past the 18-wheeler in the right lane and finally get over so that we can maintain our fucking existence. I had that happen just, just yesterday. I got home last night. I had that happened just yesterday so many fucking times i probably would have been home an hour earlier if those 18 wheelers would just learn how to fucking drive and stay out of the goddamn left lane i have one that was so bad this happened when we were in mississippi right before we crossed the alabama state line this fucking 18 wheeler gets over into the left lane and he's not even going 60, which the speed limit's 70. He's not even going 60. These guys are going between 45 and 55, right? The guy gets over into the left lane and never passes the 18-wheeler in the right lane. They stay side by side for like 20 fucking miles. We go across the state line. I shit you not, I was trying to count. There was damn near 50 cars deep lined up behind these assholes trying to fucking go the speed limit. That drove my fucking guy. I love to travel, but I fucking hate that part of traveling. Just about everything else I'm totally fine with. Like, I have no problem being in a car for eight hours. I have no issue with that whatsoever. It's that shit. If I ever fly, it's not like, like, I, I fly every once in a while, and it's not because I love to fly. It's not because I prefer flying over driving. It's that I know that when I'm in the air, there's no fucking 18-wheelers that are going to get in front of the plane and make it go slower. That's, if I ever if I ever fly, it's, it's specifically for that reason, because I just cannot deal with 18 wheelers that day but i'm back home now like i said a little bit of a thanksgiving hangover i'm i'm exhausted still you know spent the entire week driving all over the state of louisiana seeing seeing different family members had some good food for thanksgiving i hope you guys did as well 
Didn't get to pack any leftovers with me because, you know, like I said, 550 mile trip. But uh, we had some. We had a turducken. I think that's the first time I'd ever had a turducken in my life. That was pretty damn good. My grandmother made the uh, her twice baked potatoes that I love so much. My mom made this this cheesecake, and it's the damnedest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Right? Apparently, this is this is one of my sister's like favorite desserts for my mom to make it. This is the first time I'd ever had it. It's so it's a regular cheesecake, but instead of having like a normal like pie crust, it's got no baked cookies as the crust. Fucking digest that in your mind for a second. It's got a fucking no bake cookie crust with cheesecake on top of that. If I didn't have diabetes going into the week, I got that shit right now. I can tell you right now. I'm about to start looking like Vernon Love up in this motherfucker and people are going to have to start cutting off my toes. I'm telling you. But it was a nice vacation. Got to see my friends and family. That's always nice. And like I said, I love traveling. So, you know, with, with outside of, of assholes on the interstate, I love traveling. And, I, and I, love, I love going different places. I love long drives. And speaking of traveling and long drives, I've got a trip coming up next month. For Christmas, I'm not going to be around my family. Instead, I am going to be around a thing that I love probably just as much as my family, and that's professional wrestling. Because on Christmas Day in St. Matthew, South Carolina, WrestleForce is going to be putting on a show that I am so excited to be going to. For those of you that are not familiar with WrestleForce, they're a company based in South Carolina that is run by the fabulous playboy Bob Keller, who of course is my broadcast partner in Lariato Pro Wrestling. He invited me to this event that they're having on Christmas Day in St. Matthew, South Carolina. And I, of course, told him, yes, absolutely. I want everything to do with that. It looks like it's going to be a really awesome show. A lot of the guys that are, are big names in WrestleForce are guys that have come through Lariato, guys that I am familiar with. That main event is full of four guys that I am extremely familiar with. The main event for this show is a tag team match pitting John Schuyler and the WrestleForce champion TJ Boss against Zooka King and that prick that won't book me on Outlandish Paradise, Zicky Dice. I myself, of course, am a proud Keller guy, and there are three other Keller guys in that main event. And considering Zicky Dice hasn't gotten his head out of his ass and booked me on Outlandish Paradise, which he knows he's going to have to make that call soon, considering me and him aren't exactly on the best terms right now, I'm kind of hoping John Schuyler and TJ Boss whoop that ass. But this is sure to be an extremely fun show. If any of you folks are going to be in the St. Matthews, South Carolina area, I highly recommend checking out the show. It is at the John Ford Community Center, 304 Agnes Street, St. Matthew, South Carolina. Doors are at 3, bell time is at 4. You can get tickets for as low as $10 and $5 for kids 10 and under. This is a show you're going to want to bring the whole family to. Get the family together Christmas morning, open your presents, have some Christmas dinner and then head on over to WrestleForce in St. Matthews, Carolina. You're going to be upset if you miss this one. Trust me. And I alluded to it earlier. Of course, also a show that's going to be coming up just a couple of weeks after that one is Zicky Dice's Outlandish Paradise. Even though Zicky has not booked me on that show, I'm still going to be promoting it here on the podcast because he's going to have to book me. I am confident that that phone call is going to be coming any day of the week because who is Outlandish Zicky Dice without Outrageous Ricky Slice? He absolutely has to have me. What is Batman without Robin? 
I'm Batman, by the way. But anyway, that show is still going to be taking place January 15th in Canton, Georgia at the Action Building. If you've ever been to a Southern Honor wrestling show, it is that building. It is a great venue for wrestling production. I can tell you that right now for a fact. There's been some major talent that's been announced for that show already. Chris Bay just recently got announced. Alan Angels, Big Shoddy Lee, Dalton Castle, and making her return to the ring since getting released by the WWE, Taya Valkyrie is going to be in action. How the fuck you have Taya Valkyrie on your roster and can't find something for her to do is beyond me. I can tell you something right now. She's going to have something to do at Zicky Dice's Outlandish Paradise, and I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. I'm going to keep promoting the show. I'm going to keep putting the show over because regardless if I if I officially get booked for this show or not, whether Zicky Dice likes it, I know how to get through the back door at this venue. So I'm going to be there. If I've got a crash outlandish paradise in Canton, Georgia, guess what? That's exactly what's going to happen. Outside of that, the only other pro wrestling news I really wanted to talk about is Championship Wrestling from Atlanta. We have not announced the date for our next set of tapings yet. I'm sure that's going to be coming down the pipeline very soon. But what has happened is episodes 10 and 11 have aired on YouTube. So if you guys have not checked out Championship Wrestling from Atlanta, if you didn't get the chance to watch it with me last week whenever we watched episode 9, the last episode from Center Stage, go ahead and check out these two new episodes that just came out. Starting with episode 10 is our venture over to the Space Events Center in Norcross. Georgia different venue it's got a whole different vibe from center stage while I really do love center stage and I'm like I said in last week's episode so very thankful for getting the opportunity to work in that venue there is a charm about this space event center in Norcross it is a slick looking venue and I've watched episode 10 for the most part and and it looks really really cool the only thing that it needs more is is we need a few more hundred fans packing this place we gotta we gotta pack this place to the damn rafters next time we're there. But check out episode 10 if you haven't already. Big main event, Heather Monroe versus Rekka Tehaka in a grudge match. Those two women, I, I was obviously there. They beat the living shit out of each other. Episode 11, which, which aired this weekend, the main event is Alan Angels, Five of the Dark Order versus Effie. That, just, just saying that match out loud blows my mind. I can't believe that we actually got that match booked. But both of these episodes, great. If you haven't already been watching Championship Wrestling from Atlanta on YouTube, go do it right now. If you're in the Atlanta area, of course you can watch the show Saturday nights on Peachtree TV. The production's great. The venue looks awesome. Like I said, absolutely love the Space Event Center. Music sounded really good for what it's worth. So, we'll... Little pat pat myself on the back there. And yeah, like I said, you know, for Thanksgiving, I didn't really get a chance to watch any wrestling. I haven't I haven't watched AEW. I didn't watch Impact. So a, a lot of what's been going on in wrestling right now, I'm, I'm a little late on. So next week's episode, I promise we're going to get to talking a little bit more about professional wrestling. The whole reason that everybody tunes into this podcast. Before we get out of here today, I got one more email from my friend Steven and uh, he's he's not happy about me burying The Undertaker whatsoever. He still won't let it go. He told me it's not The Undertaker's fault that he couldn't pull a good match out of Giant Gonzalez because nobody else could, which, which that's fair. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that one. That was, that was maybe not the best example to use whenever 
I was saying that Undertaker wasn't exactly a ring general. I could have come up with a way better example than Giant Gonzalez. He says, also, how is The Undertaker responsible for burying DDP? I'm pretty sure it wasn't The Undertaker's idea to book that ridiculous storyline. I can tell you you're you're probably definitely right, and I'm sure he did not come up with that storyline. But it's but think about it though, like like just go back to that period of time, and just look at it's and it's not just the invasion angle, but specifically the invasion angle, and just look at how many talents got buried under the foot of the Undertaker. I'm not saying that it's his fault, but he's still the guy that wound up doing it, right? Like if you put these guys against somebody else, it probably wouldn't have hurt their career. When the Undertaker shuts, you know, shuts the proverbial casket on you, that's it. That's that's the end for you. I didn't even bring this one up, and I can't believe that that I let it slip my mind whenever I was bitching about this last time, but the Undertaker and Canyon segment when Canyon came out of the fucking box in the ring singing Do You Really Want to Hurt Me from fucking Boy George and Undertaker just battered the living shit out of him, that to this day aggravates the fuck out of me. Canyon, DDP, both these guys were, go back and watch some WCW. This is just, this is for everybody. This is for Stephen. Go back and watch WCW. If you've been sleeping on either one of those guys, go back and, and watch some of that mid to late 90s stuff with Canyon and, and, and DDP. Both of those guys were fantastic. Canyon, I, I'm a shit you not, one of my favorite workers in the world. And within a matter of seconds, The Undertaker made him obsolete. Now, yes, I know Undertaker doesn't book the show. I understand that. But he is still the tool that Vince McMahon wanted to use anytime he needed to hammer some nails and some coffins. Steven says, speaking of ridiculous storylines, I'd like to hear your top 10 list for worst storylines of all time. Katie Vick better be included. I'm probably not going to make a top 10 worst storylines episode. And the reason for that is whenever I started this show, I told myself I didn't want to do top 10 worsts. Like I'm, I, I want all of my top 10 lists to be best. I want it all to be positive stuff. I want to try to take away a lot of the negativity that's in professional wrestling on this show. Like I, I can't stand every other what culture top 10 list as the top 10 worst of something. And that I just don't like all that negativity, which I know is kind of funny considering if you listen to my full gear review, there was a lot of negativity from me. It's not my fault. I wasn't happy with a lot of the shit that happened on that show. But yeah, I, I'm going to avoid top 10 worst lists. But just to just to open the discussion right now, yes, Katie Vick was the whole thing was a fucking mess. And and not just the whole fucking the mannequin thing. Obviously, that was in poor taste. There was no real like conclusion to the story. And there was it, it really from the beginning, it was like, hey, how did this make any sense to anybody? Why are we humanizing Kane this much? And not only humanizing him, but making him a fucking unlikable freak whenever he's supposed to be a babyface. And B, where in the flying fuck does this story go? Like, and that's a big problem I have with with a lot of WWE storylines. This has been a problem for at least 30, 40 years in the WWE. They start these storylines, and I swear to God, 90% of the time, they don't know where they're going to go. And that was a big beef with me in the Attitude Era. There was like like the whole fucking McMahon. You find out that Vince McMahon's the higher power for the ministry, and then the, you get the corporate ministry after that. Like that that made no sense. Like how 
The Undertaker was just fucking torturing Vince McMahon. How is Vince McMahon the fucking higher power? So, so many storylines in that company don't make any sense. And yeah, I could sit here and rattle off a bunch of them. I'm not going to do it. Like I said, I want to try to avoid top 10 worst storylines. But Steven, I'm going to open this up to you, actually. I want to have an episode. I don't know when we'll get to do this. I would like to try to do it before the end of the year, but if not, maybe January or something. I want to do an episode where you come on the show and me and you have a friendly debate. I feel like there's probably a lot of things in professional wrestling that me and you have different opinions on, and I want to talk about it. I want to hash them out. And I'll, I'll even come up with a list so that me and you can both prepare arguments. But I'm, I'm opening that up to you, man. You, you hit me up whenever you listen to this episode and let me know what you think. I would love to have a debate episode with you. And we can tackle topics just like this one if you want. And that's going to do it for me. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Main Event Heat. If you'd like to follow me on social media, you can do so at Sweet Sexy Rob on Instagram and Twitter. Send me pictures of your Thanksgiving leftovers since I don't have any in my fridge. I'd like to see what you guys are going to be eating on the next few days. If you would like to write into the show with a suggestion, feedback, questions, literally anything, you can do so by sending an email to maineventheat at yahoo.com. The best way to support the show is by picking up a t-shirt over at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Rob Weathers. And once again, thanks for hanging out.